Happy January, Happy New Year, everyone. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty excited for 2018 and what it has in store for all of us. I don't know if you guys do resolutions, but I made a few for myself. But I'm not calling them resolutions because I think resolutions kind of have a stigma about them where there's all the jokes, where you make a resolution, you're like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym, and then you go once and you don't go again. So I set intentions. I have set intentions for this year, and so I'm feeling good about my uh, rebranded version of resolutions. So that's exciting. One way that I am addressing my resolutions right now is, I know in my last episode I told you guys that I would have a guest on this week. But I have yet to figure out how to do that or when. This girl that I'm going to be interviewing is my coworker and she's wonderful. But since she's my coworker, we are both very busy. So we've yet to set aside a time to both have free time to make a call and I haven't gotten the uh, software figured out. So I was almost considering not recording an episode until I could get that figured out with her. But I realized that that was a form of procrastination. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give in to my little excuses. I'm going to record an episode and that's what I'm doing right now. So it's just me flying solo today. Sorry, folks, no fun special guests, but we'll get there. And I'm actually producing content this week. So that is going to be a check off my box for one of this week's resolutions. I mean, intentions. So in the spirit of the fresh start I'm kind of feeling right now with the new year, I thought a good topic to speak about today would be thinking of our loved ones and thinking of ourselves. Um, What led me to come upon this topic is I've been having kind of a hard time recently, especially uh, last night was when it really dawned on me. What happened was, you know, we go through the holidays and it's a busy, crazy time. You have that like little dull period between Christmas and New Year's and you're like, oh, wow, like what day is it? What's happening? And it's all fun and games. And then the following week after New Year's, you get that day off on New Year's Day and then you come back to work and your sleep schedule is a little off. And so what happened last night was I went to bed at my regular sleep time. But instead of rolling over and falling right to sleep, because I'm usually so tired, I was actually lying there alone with my thoughts, which turns out is something that I try to avoid happening on a frequent basis. Usually, you know, having that time to be alone with your thoughts is nice and good and you can reflect on the day or plan the next day or just kind of zone out. But what happened last night was it felt so weird being there with my thoughts, I realized that I had been putting off reflecting on things for a while. Uh, I had gotten caught up in the holidays. I was keeping busy with my new job and work and this podcast and friends who were coming in and out of town and just kind of that day-to-day busy work that I think we all happen to get lost in. I mean, you name it, if you sit here thinking about it, you'll probably make a list all of your own of things you have that are important or distractions like social media. If you know me, that is a big distraction for me, and you probably see me on social media doing those things. So 
what happened last night that really made this stand out was I have been excited about the new year. As I stated earlier in the podcast, you know, I'm feeling refreshed. 2016 was not great on a personal level and, you know, on a world level, I think people were feeling pretty stressed. And we got to 2017, we're like, yeah. And then on a world level, I think 2017 got even more buck wild than 2016. I think it's been a rough pull. But uh, 2018, I'm feeling good. I'm keeping this positivity. I've been seeing articles online that would usually discourage me, but I'm like, nope, we're doing this, guys. We're keeping it positive. We're making 2018, 2018. So I have this positive thing going for me these past few days. Um, But when I was lying in bed, I felt kind of like this foreboding feeling. And I'm like, what is this? What is this weird lurking feeling like? I feel like something bad's gonna happen or I feel something weird. And uh, I realized that I was just really missing my mom. There was things that I had accomplished this year that I'm proud of, that things that make me happy, things that I'm looking forward to. And someone who I really would have appreciated being able to share that with is my mom. And so the juxtaposition of me being so excited mixed with the feelings of being sad and uh, missing my mom really made this moment stand out to me last night. And so last night, when this was happening and these like foreboding feelings were coming to me, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna face this. It's not gonna go away. K emotions, what do you want from me? What do we need to think about? And I start thinking over 2017 and how sometimes I did a very good job at avoiding emotions and avoiding thinking. And this podcast has been a huge help for me. I super recommend any of you who are experiencing grief or loss and you don't know where to uh, um, put that energy. Uh, Writing would be great if you want to start a podcast or come on to here with me. That would be amazing. Anything that makes you have a concentrated effort towards addressing those thoughts and feelings are super helpful because I realized that all these emotions just kind of became a fog for me. I was constantly like trying to avoid them. And then when they did kind of arrive, it was more of just kind of like a shadow. Like I was just like, oh, you know, let's not look too much into that. Let's just keep going. I think we get pretty good at trying to keep our head above the emotions knowing when they're kind of starting to creep up on us and just being like, nope, nope, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to be having a good fun time. I'm going to outrun those feelings. And in the end, it's not very rewarding. It just makes it worse in most cases. Or you outrun it for a while, but then it comes back and you don't know how to handle it and you don't know how to deal with it when it does. So in the spirit of resolutions and stuff, I've come up with some ways that we can take care of ourselves this year and think of ourselves and also think of our loved ones. And I feel like these things are going to help each other. Like the first thing I wrote about was one of my personal goals this year is to meditate more. And that doesn't necessarily mean like be like a spiritual guru and like sit cross-legged and like ascend to another level of consciousness. For me, it basically means, you know, turning off the phone, turning off the music, uh, shutting down for a little bit and just being somewhere quiet in being conscious of, you know, my thoughts and my emotional well-being and my physical well-being and just being there with myself. Because as weird as it is, I don't think we do that a lot. 
and that would be helpful on a personal well-being level but also you could use that time to reflect on a loved one who has passed use that time to address you know your emotions towards that event, how you're feeling right now, how you've progressed or how things have gotten harder, what you can do moving forward, uh, anything that's really relevant at the time. I know some people keep journals and that's kind of their way to meditate because they can write these things down and just be alone with their thoughts and writing. I know other people who like to go out in nature and are just instantly kind of channeled into their own world and peacefulness we're going to use that word when they're out exploring and just kind of on a walk or something you don't have to do something amazing instagram worthy because once again we're trying to uh, cut down on that social media uh, dependence for this goal the next resolution bullet point topic thing i thought of for trying out this year is commemorating the loved one through a shrine or tradition or something if you feel like you're at a point where this is something that you can do and it would be interesting or fun or meaningful to you in any way I say do it I have a little shrine for my mom in my living room I have some pictures of us together and then a candle that I got from a little ceremony that has her name on it that they did at this cool Christmas hospice thing the year she passed and I just kind of have it there and it's not you know extravagant or anything it's just a little place where I have her pictures and if I want to spend some time there I can but it's not super obtrusive it just kind of is a nice part of the room and I actually went to this thing in November in my county and it was called the I don't really remember what it's called and that's why you do all your research before you start recording but it was kind of like a fair based on remembrance and it was during the week of Dia de los Muertos but people would sign up for it and they would spend the year preparing a shrine or a presentation that they would make for a loved one that has passed or like a concept that's important to them and they put it on display here and it was very cool to go there and see the ways that people were commemorating these people who have passed or these things in a very like open and artful way i know a lot of the ways that we portray like death and passing is very um spooky i guess i mean we have halloween when we think of dead people or we just have the general question marker what of what happens in the afterlife and i just don't think we spend a lot of time meditating on those things so it was cool to come to this place where it was like an open discussion on death it's gonna happen what's a nice pleasant way that we can address it so some people made shrines for uh there was like a fire in our area recently so someone made a shrine that made it look like it was remnants of a fire and it was just to help us reflect on people who had lost things in the fire and also reflect on how the fire kind of heals the earth at the same time and clears out space so that nature can come back and claim it again and that was cool and interesting there was also a dark room where all the shrines were illuminated and had light elements that that really made them stand out there was interactive shrines where you could take pieces of paper and write down a wish or an intention for the coming year and keep it with you or there was kind of like a take a treasure, leave a treasure uh, 
stand, which was kind of cool. And then I think the biggest one this year that was really cool was in the dark room. They had a super tall wooden, it was carved, it was beautiful. It almost looked like a big zodiac that was standing up, but it was just different kinds of animals carved into this wood. And it had a little pool of water at the bottom. And there was a basket of little tea lights at the foot of the pool of water. And you could take a tea light and set it in the pool of water. And the tea light would light up when it touched water. And you can float it out. And there was a little readable thing at the front of the uh, stand. And it said, you know, this is to all the people who have died or have been killed this year trying to raise awareness for the environment. And I thought that was a super interesting concept that this is something that people are risking their lives for. And these people made this beautiful thing to commemorate them for. It was pretty cool. So two morals of the story here are one, I'm going to do further research after this to really find out what this event was called and see if I can sign up for it because I think it would be awesome to make a shrine for my mom. She was a teacher in the county. I think there would be people who would really connect with her shrine and be able to come and commemorate her and I think that would be awesome for them and it would just be fun for me, a cool thing to do. I have lots of her things that would be fun to add to the shrine. Lots of agates that we've collected at the beach and hats that she wore when she lost her hair to cancer and just cute little things and I'll find a fun way to arrange it but that would be a fun project for me. Moral of the story number two is if you ever have events like that in your area you should go to them because it's super cool and interesting to meet other people who have experienced loss and see how they kind of express themselves through that and also just kind of experience loss being expressed in a way other than maybe like I don't know the only ways I had really thought about loss before that was you know going to church or going to a funeral and having people talk about you know death and the afterlife and stuff like that so it was cool to have a more holistic and kind of a accepting view of like this is our end of loss this is what happens when you're still here after people are lost and this is how we can make the best of it i also mentioned traditions uh my friend alexis who is going to be on with us soon hopefully sooner than later every year she does a, a fundraiser her and her family put together a fundraiser for the community and all the money raised goes to a local breast cancer foundation and they do that in honor of her mother who had passed from breast cancer and that is not only a cool tradition for them but it's super cool to raise awareness in the community and get people together and raise money for an important cause obviously whatever you your tradition you're wanting to enact it doesn't have to be this huge of a thing i would imagine that that is a big thing to put together and i think it would be fun to talk to her about that on here sometime uh but you know you can start little family traditions you can Go visit your person's gravesite on a special day or you can make one of their favorite dishes that they would make or wanted to have made uh, sometimes. Things like that, that they're not huge, but they mean something to you and it kind of adds a little meaning to whatever day you want to do it on. Another thing that is therapeutic in a sense or that can be a way for you to connect with your lost loved one is to connect with family members or friends of your loved one who are still surviving past them 
and just be able to share stories about them and talk about them. I know that talking to some of my mom's friends and siblings have kind of helped me learn more things about her post-death, and that's been kind of fun for me. It kind of keeps her alive in a way. I like thinking of her when she was younger or when she was my age and learning more about her and what she did and what she was interested in. It's cool to think about. Um, It's always going to be frustrating because, you know, there's always going to be questions you're going to want to ask them or things are going to be like, wow, why didn't they tell me that? So get ready for that. But I don't know. I think it's cool. And I'm sure it's nice and helpful to the people you contact, too, because they were important to those people, too. And they want to be able to tell people those stories. And it'll be therapeutic for you in turn because you're going to have stories you're going to want to share, too. And it's just kind of a nice for everyone. I remember talking to my mom one time later in her life and she decided to tell me about a time when she was like a teenager and if I remember correctly she met this guy like once and then in an act of kind of rebellion she just bought a plane ticket and went and visited him like on the other side of the United States and I was like wow I can't even imagine doing something like that under your, like, parentage. And here you are, like, all of a sudden this crazy rebel. And I don't say that because, like, I lived in fear of my mom or because she was super strict. I just didn't really feel the need to be rebellious because my mom was such a wonderful angel. And now I'm learning these things about her and it's like, it's fun. It's funny. It's a fun way to learn more about someone. I also knew that she was writing a guy in juvie for a while. And when her parents found out, they're like, nope, you're going to college. We're sending you away. Goodbye. And that's a pretty funny story. So, so far we've talked about, you know, meditating, spending time with our thoughts and emotions more, um, making a shrine or a tradition and talking to friends and loved ones. And those are some pretty basic things, but they're also things that I think they're so basic, we just take them for granted and we don't do them that often. But if we make a concentrated effort to do them, that they can be really meaningful to us and they can help us. And I'm sure any sort of resolution or intention that you've set this year, if you really take the time to work on those things, and you'll find a way that they can benefit you and also maybe even relate to your healing process with grief and loss. So feel free to take any of these ideas or anything we've talked about today, uh, personalize them, tweak them, uh, add them to your life, to your routine in some way. Uh, Talk to other people, see what their uh, new resolutions are, see if you can help each other, keep each other motivated. And yeah, that's about it for me today. I just want to wish you guys a happy new year and thank you so much for listening. It's super awesome. I love hearing from people. I went to a party the other day and my friend was telling me that she was enjoying listening to the podcast and that just meant like the world to me. I thought that was so awesome. And it's also surprising to hear because when I make these, I'm always like, oh man, why am I even still doing this? So I need that motivation, guys. I need that push. It's very helpful. Uh, But here we are. I'm going to sign off. I'm going to edit this and that'll be another episode in the bag. I'm excited for the way things are going and you guys, you should be excited for whatever goals you have going too. So if you have any questions or you want to come on the show sometime, please feel free to email me at lostpod at gmail.com. I also made a Facebook page last week, so it's making the rounds on Facebook. You can just look up Lost for Words on Facebook. You should be able to find it. If not, just let me know. I can hook you up, add you to the little group. I am an admin. 
obviously. Um, And yeah, that's about it. Thank you again for listening and have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye.